If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Nurse Wellness Podcast, hosted by Wendy Garvin Mayo, focuses on the power of stress management and how it's foundational to being your best, doing your best, and giving your best. There's a wonderful episode that you should check out called Letting Go, where Wendy Garvin Mayo shares six strategies to release control and manage stress effectively. Check out Nurse Wellness Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. I'm Tara Bradner, and this is Hopeful Hints, an infertility podcast where you will receive quick, hopeful hints to guide you through infertility. Here, you will find education, inspiration, and most importantly, find peace as you walk through this journey to fulfill your family vision. Today's episode is brought to you by Protea Nutrition, Dr. Bradner approved. Protea Nutrition was designed specifically for women and encompasses all fitness and wellness needs without including harsh stimulants or artificial ingredients. And the best part is many of the products can be used in pregnancy and while breastfeeding. What you see on the label is exactly what you get. Nothing hidden, no special mixes, just science-based ingredients at effective doses. Keeping your long-term health in mind. Check out the link located in today's show notes to check out all of Protea supplements, including my favorite fertility-friendly products. Welcome to Hopeful Hints. I'm your host, Dr. Tara Bradner, and this week we're going to talk about a very important topic. In fact, it's one that is not spoken about enough, and that is mental health. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and just like Infertility Awareness Week, this is a month to raise awareness around an important topic of mental health and to just support one another going through this, to help fight the stigma, to provide support, to educate the public, and advocate for policy that supports people with mental health and their families. So let's flip this over to infertility and mental health, because it is actually something whenever I'm advocating or raising awareness or educating people on the disease of infertility, mental health is one of the top things I talk about because for those that have not been through infertility, they do not realize the impact this disease has on our mental health. And that goes for men and women. So there is data to back that infertility impacts the mental health of men as well. We know that when you're diagnosed with infertility, it impacts you physically, emotionally, sexually, spiritually, financially. There's so much that goes into this disease. And the most common mental health concern that we see with this disease is anxiety and depression. And we know that the more physically and emotionally draining treatments become, these numbers and statistics for anxiety and depression go up and up and up. And so every month that we go through a cycle and there's a negative, we see this um, whole cycle of emotions happen. And I've heard it uh, described as going through the stages of grief when we have negative pregnancy tests, when we have failure of treatment month after month. And so I think that's an easy way to explain it to people that this is, this is grief. We experience anger. We feel betrayed by our bodies as women. There's guilt. There's sadness. 
there's just so much that comes along with it, not to mention our life is still happening around us. Other things, pandemics, other things are happening around us to impact this as well. There's several studies that have been done on this topic, but one of them demonstrated that 25 to 60 percent of infertile individuals do report psychiatric symptoms and their levels of anxiety and depression are significantly higher than those with infertility. I saw an interesting post today from our friends over at Ghost Stork. Hello, Ghost Stork. Go check them out. If you have not heard of Ghost Stork, they're amazing. Uh, support and tool within the infertility community, but they posted something, a statistic today that 87% of Americans say that having mental health struggle is nothing to be ashamed of. Yet, 86% agree that the term mental health carries a stigma. This was reported by the American Psychological Association. And then they also shared that same statistic I just shared with you, that 25 to 60% of individuals have anxiety or depression. And so we're kind of coming together once again as a community just to raise awareness on this topic. But I also just want to lean in and just validate what you're experiencing, what you're going through is real, and that there's some really great tools out there. I was at a conference recently, and it was actually for new mothers or mothers in the making. And one of the topics or questions that was asked was, do you think medications are okay to take? Like, should I be taking medications? And I spoke out, um, I was on a panel, and I stated that there's also a stigma that goes along with taking medications, especially where I live and was raised. Like, I don't take medications. I don't need medications. There can be a stigma around taking prescription medications. And so I really want to try and help break that down too. I always tell my patients, you would be surprised how many people are actually on medications for anxiety or depression. And it's probably more common that people are on them nowadays than are not. Um, And to just try to alleviate some of that stigma around taking medications for mental illness. There's a reason they're here. Yes, there's a lot of natural things or There's a lot of other things we can do in addition to. And then the next question I always get asked is, do I have to be on these medications forever? And my answer to that is no. Our goal is, especially if it's situational, um, maybe it's it's even a work situation or it is infertility or there's a situational thing going on, we can look at weaning you off those medications when that situation improves or ends completely. And so... A lot of it to keep in mind is there that I always say, and I was always taught that in school, the hand that gives prescription medication should be also helping their patients find a counselor to speak with. Because we know that talk therapy is what's ultimately going to help us work through the situation. I always call medication the secondary thing or the additional band-aid to kind of bring in to help and assist with symptoms in the meantime. There's a lot of great supplements known to help. Um, I, I think supplements, once again, you're going to hear me say, are pretty individualized. There's not always one size fits all, but common ones used are GABA, uh, ashwagandha. Those are some, some of my top favorite ones. There's a lot of blends out there, too, nowadays, if you're working with someone who understands supplements that have multiple supplements all in one. 
I am going to link my favorite one that I use for myself and for patients in the notes. It's called Stressify. It's, of course, by our amazing sponsors, Protea. I do want to emphasize, though, I really believe in finding a counselor who specializes and understands infertility. I've had patients come to me and they had to go to, a, they went and they went to a counselor and they had to explain terminology and the, the individual just really didn't understand the disease. So I'm always trying to advocate and find my patients, um, professionals who are specially trained, but most importantly, understand infertility. Additionally, I have found several different programs through the fertility community that I think are really beneficial, and I'm going to link them as well in today's show notes. Um, one of them, of course, is from my hypnotherapist, Natalia. I also love Tennessee Reproductive Therapy is a great resource. Kathy Collett runs that, and she has an amazing, she's a licensed counselor, and she has some amazing tools. Um, Dr. Maria Rothenberger, she is another individual I've had on the show before. And she has some amazing resources out there. So really, just build your toolbox. Like I always tell my patients, we're creating your healthcare team. We're also building your toolbox. Whether you're adding meditation, maybe you're doing yoga, maybe you're implementing an exercise program, healthy eating habits, some supplements. We're kind of doing multiple things for infertility, but we can also carry these over into mental health as well. The impact that infertility has on each one of us, even as a couple, as a wife, as a spouse, is very unique and can change. It can change by the hour. We can roll through so many different emotions in one hour, let alone one day, that really it is important to create what is best for you. Create a team that is best for you. So as always, remember, my inbox is always open. If you need someone to talk to, I'm here for you. You're never alone in this. Once again, I want to validate what you're experiencing from a mental health standpoint going through infertility is real. Thank you for listening. I'll see you back here next week, Tuesday. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over and hit subscribe or leave a review for Hopeful Hints and Infertility Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you back here next week, Tuesday. If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Nurse Wellness Podcast, hosted by Wendy Garvin Mayo, focuses on the power of stress management and how it's foundational to being your best, doing your best, and giving your best. There's a wonderful episode that you should check out called Letting Go, where Wendy Garvin Mayo shares six strategies to release control and manage stress effectively. Check out Nurse Wellness Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.